Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, all saying diplomatic boycott. Diplomatic boycott of the Olympics. Oh, I don't know if it's going to mean anything to China or not, but it's so funny that we discussed this just yesterday. And I said those words, that if Biden wants to engage a diplomatic boycott, meaning the U.S. still goes to the Olympics in Beijing, February 2022, uh, but uh, we're not going to send any elected officials. No diplomats are going. We're still sending the athletes. And a lot of people said, oh, that's nothing. We need more. And I said, I agree. We need more. But it is something because it's the start of something. And that matters. And it's so funny to see China say, well, we don't care, as well as saying, you'll pay the price. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. But what I said is, is that does it really move China? Does it change things in China? Well, maybe if you see other nations starting to do the same. Prime Minister Boris Johnson saying earlier in the day that uh, they called it uh, essentially a diplomatic boycott because they weren't sending any government officials. Just because you're not sending them doesn't mean that you're someone couldn't go. You got to say you can't go if you're an official. That's a diplomatic boycott. Australia, Canada, I, I should add, also in on this. What does this mean? What do we get from this? First, you should be clear that the person who gets the win from this is Joe Biden. It's an actual win that he gets he's the one who said it and now all these other nations are in he gets to show himself as a leader you will see his approval tick up because of it you will see it tick up because the other nations didn't go first Prime Minister Scott Morrison of Australia saying it's in the nation's best interest and it's the right thing to do, as opposed to all the lockdowns we have in Australia, in which case, F the citizenry. That's, that's what Scott Morrison said. I'm, look, I, I, I'm just the messenger. That, that's all I am. Is it an empty gesture? No. Is it what maybe you want? No, I think both those things are true. I don't actually believe that it's an empty gesture. I think that's that's playing to, too shallow of a, of a political game and one that I would argue you shouldn't play. Is it the very least you can do? Yes. Shallow, no. The very least, yes. It is the least amount of thing you can do while still being something of impact because these other nations got on board. Now China has to be say to itself, well, how do we save face here? How do we save face with all these nations now coming, not coming? 
And so what is China's response? It's specifically to Australia. Nobody cares about Australia Olympics diplomatic boycott. Now you got to look at a map. How many times have I said, I mean, we're going to get into a whole conversation about Russia and the Ukraine uh, with, with uh, Major Mike Lyons, a former uh, CBS radio uh, military news analyst. You got to look at maps. So uh, go, to your, go to your favorite map app and do a map of Australia. My favorite map app? You got a map app. I don't know what your favorite map app is. Who am I to, who am I to judge? Take a look at Australia. And you'll say to yourself, oh, that's lovely. And then you realize that New Zealand is to the southeast. And you're like, wait a second, I thought New Zealand was north. And you get totally get freaked out. And you can see, if you just move some things around a bit, that distance between China and Australia ain't that great. Certainly in the sphere of influence, they're both playing in the same game. How do you influence the Pacific Rim? How do you engage power? We've already seen China and Australia pushing back on each other in large ways because China sees itself as the dominant force in the East China Sea and the South China Sea and the Philippine Sea. They see themselves as possibly, if, if not already working their way to being, the dominant naval force. If they're the dominant naval force, they are the dominant force. Your navy is everything. And it is why we need to get the U.S. Navy up to 340 ships. I think that's the number we're looking for. Get everything back into working order. And billions of dollars need to go into it. Not into Planned Parenthood. Screw Planned Parenthood. You think Planned Parenthood is more important and more valuable than a military? F these people. You're out of your head. Tell Oprah to donate to Planned Parenthood and they can stay afloat with their abortions. I actually have to protect a nation. Now, it's strange that I have to protect some of the nation from the people who really like Planned Parenthood, but that's a different fight for another day. What you have to fight is the growing communist threat. Australia knows this. Are we going to forget that it was just the other day? I mean, this was two months ago that we signed a deal with Australia regarding nuclear submarines. The deal that so bothered the French because, well, we we undercut them. We, we undercut them. That's what happened. And the French were angry. They didn't know we were going to do it. They were going to supply Australia with diesel-powered subs. But why in the world would you have a diesel-powered sub when you can get a nuclear-powered sub? Not everybody has a nuclear technology in their submarines. That part of that deal is the keeping of China at bay. Of course it is. The selling of arms to another nation isn't just because there's a profit, it's because there's an opportunity that is realized from it. Maybe Australia felt that it couldn't go for first on a uh, 
on, on, on a diplomatic boycott. They could not go first because it would be too much heat. But certainly seeing America goes first gives them something to connect to. They probably would have preferred some kind of joint statement. I actually respect the idea of going first. And I think Biden's going to get some love from it. Don't worry, he'll screw it up. Because he is a screw up. The Russia conversation and regarding Ukraine, I think proves that and we'll get into more of it. Now, is this enough to save Joe Biden? I mean, people want to talk about Joe Biden uh, 2024 all the time. Is he going to run? I get asked that question all the time. And then I get asked the question uh, uh, about Trump. And I'm like, well, the rumors say. The rumor mill says that he's running. Let me add to the rumor mill. Oh, do you need to hear it again? Sure. Mark Meadows will no longer work with the January 6th committee. That nonsense committee. They had subpoenaed. He was cooperating. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm done. And the cooperation ends just at the same time that Trump hires Devin Nunez to be the CEO of the Trump Media Group. So you take the guy who is your former chief of staff, he won't cooperate. You take the guy who knows all the dirt about Adam Schiff and where all the bodies are buried, and you give him a job. I think this is Trump getting a team together, both within a campaign and outside of a campaign, for 2024. That's my take. All right, that's like, oh, stop it, I said. Thank you very much. That's what I think is coming down. As for uh, Biden, you, Biden 2024? Ew, David. You have got to be kidding. I want to say it now. I want to get it out of the way. Yes, producer Ari, I'll bet another stake on it. Joe Biden is not running in 2024. He's not running in 2024. Remember, I'm the guy who made the bet that there was absolutely no way Joe Biden would be the nominee. I made that bet. No chance, no shot. You know what I didn't have? COVID. I didn't have COVID there on the on the board to make changes to things. And of course, I underestimated the amount of hate the Democratic Party has for Bernie Sanders, even though his policies de facto run the country. I'm sorry, no, nope, the party. They want to run. He wants to run the country. He's only running the party. Democrats have such an incredible, massive problem. They can't escape. They can't get away from. And it's that Kamala Harris is just terrible. She's awful. She's horrible. And nobody anywhere wants her. Nobody wants her. I got to believe, however, that less people would want Hillary Clinton. Ew, David. What? What? Why do I bring up Hillary Clinton? Because Hillary Clinton decided to read 
from her would-be victory speech from the 2016 election. She wrote it? She not only wrote it, she read it out loud on video. I have to tell you, I don't know why she's doing this. I don't know why she would do this to herself. This is... Why why would you treat yourself this way? But here it is. I haven't even heard it yet. I have not heard it yet. This is Hillary Clinton giving, I guess it's on the Today Show, giving what would have been her victory speech. Oh, oh this is going to be painful. Are you... Producer Ari, can I get a ruling on this? Should we do this? No, so I actually do want to hear it now because I am immediately skeptical that this is her actual speech from the night. I need to hear the context. It's Hillary Clinton. You should be skeptical about everything. You asked the question, Tony. You want an answer or not? All right, so here it is. Hillary Clinton's doing a reading of her acceptance speech from 2016. dream of going up to her and sitting down next to her, taking her in my arms and saying, look at me, listen to me. You will survive. You will have a good family of your own and three children. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. Holy crap. Holy crap. I mean, that's that's just brutal. <laughs> oh, that is not nice. Seriously, Vice President Harris, what is wrong with you? Hillary Clinton is, she's buried her soul. Why would you laugh? You too, Pete judge. Uh, had she showed this kind of emotion on the campaign trail, she might have won. Holy, that's nuts. That's nuts that you would do that. Why did she do it? Like, what was the, is she getting paid? Well, it was the Today Show. So, uh, it, it uh, why why even have her? She's no part of of society right now. She has nothing to, to, to add. Um, no, she's not getting paid, but you want to be reminded that she's there. You know what? Let's put her on the list. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm putting Hillary Clinton on the list. (laughs) Oh, oh, laugh all you want, Kamala Harris. You have a total disaster going on. She is a hardened war criminal who has been through two humiliating losses. You got to put Hillary Clinton on the list for 2024. Put her on the list. Oh, no, no. I just proved it, and you know it. You search your feelings. You know it's true. Hillary Clinton's going on the list for 2024. So why did she do it? Producer Ari, that's why. She just put herself on the list. Holy damn. More to get to, including the tree is on fire. I'm Tony Katz.